uh, distract yourself, then I recommend you go to the uh, retreat center shrine room and practice there. This is going to be a shame to waste your time. Under these idyllic conditions, be reading the useless things yourself or finding things to do I mean, part of a retreat is to is to not have anything to do you know to, to just be with the, the mind and to to reflect on the mind and body and four foundations of mindfulness In the mindfulness, being mindful, being awake, these are the, these are the words that uh, the, uh, the thinking, uh, which we're very attached to thoughts, thoughts and feelings, then we, we start uh, making it difficult, because it's merely uh, the present moment of being awake and being mindful nothing mysterious about it whatsoever that uh, you might think I've got to get samadhi I've got to get this I've got to do that and and uh, full of ideas and opinions and and uh, views about that you've got to get something you don't have But mindfulness, you can be aware of that. You can be, you can be aware of you thinking, I've, I've got to get this, or I've got to get rid of that. Because you're always with the, with the present, with the, yeah, it's now, it's Pachubana Tamma. Or the example of looking and being in the dark room and thinking it's dark. And you can't see anything because you're, you're reacting to the dark. You're looking at darkness as, as something that is uh, as an obstruction to light. But that which is awake and sees the dark, that's light. You're always in the light anyway. There's this the consciousness awakened, awake the mind in conscious, through consciousness. But the, the conditioned mind is always reacting to things like, I don't like the dark. I don't like this, I want that. I've got to have it this way, I don't want it that way. I'm this kind of a person. And, uh, and it becomes complicated. And, uh, sansara is that way. It's, uh, it's just the creations of our mind as we react to, uh, react out of ignorance to the uh, contact with the, with the world around us. So that's why letting go or relaxing, watching and relaxing is here. Where, where when you, some of you look like you're always trying to get something, like you're sitting and you're, you're straining. And you're kind of trying to get somebody or you're trying to 
contemplate things. There's always a, some effort that's over the top, that you're always looking for something oh, that's far away, and uh, you overlook. You don't. You're not with. You're not with what you, the way it is. You're merely. You got. You've got a whole idea and a plan and a map of what you where you want to go, but you. You. You're not. You're not with where you are. So you, the. Uh, this means you know this. It's the kind of the endless want the wanderer the symbol of that kind of wandering seeker that. You know, it wanders through many lifetimes because they, they're always looking for something. Wherever they go, they they always think it's somewhere else. So the the also contemplate dhamma. You know, really. Uh, Contemplate doesn't mean to, to just read books about it, but to to apply it to to things. I mean, you're not just sitting, uh, uh, or uh, thinking that the more you sit, the, the, the longer you sit, then, then you're getting closer to enlightenment. But to contemplate and investigate that one. The world, the, the conditioned world, remember, is it's it's uh, the all that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise, will become separated from me. I'm of the nature to age. I am not gone beyond aging. I am the nature to sicken. I'm not gone beyond sickness. I'm the nature to nature to die. I've not gone beyond dying. These, these are these are reflections on this this realm of of death that we're living in. It's like this. That's why. When you're attached to it, it's always there's always something wrong. There's always a feeling there's something wrong or sad or unsatisfying or unfulfilled in it. As long as you're attached to it, it's just this nature because that's the way it is. It's unsatisfactory. But if your ta attachment and your identity is with, is with unsatisfactoriness, then what is any wonder that you feel un unsatisfied? How could it be otherwise? How could you get satisfaction from the unsatisfactory? So I'm of the nature to to age. Age is like this. It's, it's just you know things change, and, and nothing is permanent, and and all that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise. And so when you contemplate like this, you're you're uh, you know you get a you get a, see the world as something to let go of. It is unsatisfying. So, so don't don't demand to be satisfied or expect anything from the world, except that it is unsatisfied, unsatisfactory. So when I when I identify with it, and I always feel something's wrong when I'm attached to the conditions of body and mind and ideas, and I always feel there's something wrong. The kind of underlying kind of feeling, something not right, something wrong. I'm not. I've got to get something to make it right, or I haven't done something 
yet. I've got to, I've, there's more I've got to do in order to make it right. And, and one just goes around with, with that kind of uh, thinking. If, if, you, if that's all you know, then that's, that's uh, you'll just end up with, with feeling unhappy and unsatisfied with whatever. So that's where the reflecting on this and, and uh, letting go of the desire. Then when, the, when there's letting go and not attachment, you don't feel that way. Not like that. But as soon as you attach to things in, out of ignorance, then you're back in that realm. Of, uh, what about this? What about that? Why did that world have to be like this? Why can't it be an ideal world? I can create an ideal world in my head. I used to think, you know, I used to blame God when I was a Christian. I could have done a better job of creating a universe than he did. I would have created it so that there would be no suffering and we'd all be happy forever. Get everything we want. And everything would be fair. And, uh, we'd never have to experience the loss of the love or pain, physical pain or disease. And how can you love a God who's, who created AIDS and cancer? Like that. If I were God, I would have, uh, wouldn't have anything to do with such things. The pink marshmallows. But this this realm, what, whatever it's for, is is it's this way. You know, it would, we live with it and it, we learn from it. There's something to learn from this realm, like this. Having a body that gets old. Chara Marana. That it's, this is, contemplate this. What do we learn from this? And what is it that, uh, what is this life for the human being? And then the Buddhist teaching is to, is to, is not trying to get out of it or to avoid it, but to understand it. So we're not trying to, to go and become Brahmas or live in, in realms, uh, radiant realms, uh, in the human state. We're, we're, we're contemplating this body and the, and the human conditions, limitations of our humanity and the, the way things are. Dhamma is the way things are. Not the way they should be, but the way they are. And so, from this, we 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 can uh, free ourselves from attachment to wanting this world to be something it's not, or not wanting it to be the way it is.
Now, when there is mindfulness and non-attachment, do you know that? I mean, it's, it's, this is this is something that's like non. When there's attachment, when there's non-attachment, self and non-self. This is something you can know for yourself if you're paying attention and contemplating. You can see. You can you. Now, this is if I'm suffering and um, this is a, there's attachment when there's a self it's like this when I become Ajahn Sumedho and I become a person it feels like this when there's no self it's like this and so you've got this this ability in the moment the here and now it's not a it's not a faculty you develop it's, a, it's awakening to life and observing it using using your conscious experience with a, with awakened awareness and looking deeply the word yoniso manasikara which is looking deeply into the causes and conditions of things these are the these are the kind of words that that uh, are unique to uh, Buddhism. So at start, Buddhism is is now it's it's looking at things the way they are. It's not and and uh, that's it's a, Buddha is the awakened is is the awakened one. And and we can I we can fall asleep or we can awaken we can pay attention or we can just get lost in our moods and feelings. We can you know it's up to us what we do with with this experience. And I have a choice. I can I can sit here and just fall asleep, or I can think about all kinds of worldly things. <coughs> I can awaken. I can pay attention, listen. I can investigate Dhamma. Or I can just sit here and think, I don't I wish the world were other than this. So why does it have to be like this? Or I can think, I want to get something I don't have yet. Or I, want, I don't like myself the way I am. I want to become somebody else. I want to change and become like somebody else. I can sit here and fantasize, create interesting fantasy world in my mind. I can sit here and, and just think, oh, all these people criticize you all and all kinds of things are choices of um, just getting caught up in my own views and opinions or paying attention to that so I, I, I used to used to bring make these, uh, these kind of melodramas in my mind the I am melodramas I'd be thinking in, inwardly I think because you hear people, you hear people say, "If you want my opinion, and if you want to know what I think, <laughs> so I, I'd be, I'd, I'd practice investigating that. It's, 
that this uh, opinionated tendency of mine. Listen to it, so that it, it becomes quite apparent. It's, it is a, it's not a person, it's just a, a habit, mental habit in the mind. And that one no longer believes or cares or in, interested or trusts that kind of emotion or thought. each have our own characters to, to live with, and uh, tendencies, you know, kind of unique uh, personalities. So we, but the, the point is like really, uh, really bringing into consciousness what a personality is, so that you're, when, when you're doing it, when you're becoming somebody, really become somebody, really wholeheartedly become somebody, but listen to it. You know, that, that which is listening and aware, is that the, the personality? It's like that which sees in the dark, is that the dark? That which sees and is awake in a dark room, is that darkness? Is that which listens and hears and, and observes? The, the personality scenarios is that uh, is that a self is that your personality that which hears that which is attentive is it like the question to ask itself like you can always hear anger and hatred and lust and then you can you can hear it you can, you know, that that which hears and that which knows of that condition, that is not lust and that is not anger or hatred. So where do you want to take your refuge? In, in, in greed, hatred and delusion, follow that. Or in that perfect knowing of things as they are that which is light and true and real and, and present. But you have to investigate this to really, it is a contemplation, because the force of habit is just too easy to just go on uh, you know, trying to find Dhamma with itself as a personal quest. You know, I am on a spiritual quest and I am going to get enlightened and and this whole thing of, you know, trying to find uh, yourself with a lot of views about yourself. I'm like, I want to find God or find enlightenment, become enlightened. And the self wants to become enlightened. The self can't become enlightened. It's like a brick can never become a mirror or a diamond. And the self can't ever find the self. You're trying to find something you, that you think is yourself. And, and you never, you can't find, you find other things. And, but they, you, don't, you don't ever really 
find anything that, that you can see as really what you are, your true self. So the, the, the problem is resolved through mindfulness, being that which is awake, being the one that knows things as they are. That's the refuge in Buddha Dhamma Sangha. So it's like a con continuous kind of warning that remember, wake up, be aware, pay attention. Don't mess about, don't indulge in useless things. Don't, don't, in, uh, you know, just let go of things. Don't, don't wallow in misery. So that takes us attention, doesn't it? And sustaining attention, paying attention, uh, a listening, watching, mindful, reflective, investigating. It's not in believing, grasping, having a viewpoint, a position. attention and confuse the, the doubting mind. I've been atten paying attention, I don't see anything. So the, the conditioned mind is, is, is always going to present, uh, you know, make you doubt what you're doing. So in terms of the, develop the, 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 the path is developing that attention in which you're not, you're not becoming anything, you're just, you're, you're sustaining awakened attentiveness. In which thought, then thought, you're not, you're not trying to concentrate on a thought or on anything, but I'm just, you're not, you're not, uh, you know, it's not, you're not thinking in a, uh, and using logic and, and, or analyzing things. Resting in that, in that place of being attentive and mindful. And then the thinking mind is going to come up and say, this isn't anything, or what's the point of this? You know, the thinking mind, the habits, emotions, they're always, they want something. They're never, they're never going to be content things as they are, they're always going to be complaining about it should be more this way or less that way, or you've got to do this or you should be doing that. But this, that one can observe that, that whole, that type of uh, mental experience, the, the doubting mind, the, the desire to become something, desire to get rid of something that can be observed recognized. So in the second noble truth, it's letting go of desire, seeing that the result, seeing the origins of suffering, our grasping of desire, to let go. 
thought practice, you know, for years now, is attention. And then one, one kind of loses it, one gets carried away sometimes with a lot of rubbish. The emotional things come up and one can kind of get lost in everything. I'm not going to believe that anymore. No reason why I have to to get involved in that and think like that or believe that or pay attention to it. So I make a resolution just not to not to follow the the, the rubbish, the the foolishness that the mind can bring out. It goes around and around anyway. Yet, like once you kind of bite into it, then it's pulls you around with it until you get tired of it. And then challenges come in life. You have to face a lot of uh, things that bring up a lot of emotions that you most don't want to feel. But, but you do, but, there, but then the more you practice in this way, the more you, you're willing to feel those things, because you know it's, it's suffering like, is, 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 is uh, trying to get rid of it, not in, not in uh, feeling, not in seeing things as they are, but in grasping and holding on to illusions. situation here is ideal, everything's set up for this, the whole emphasis is, you know, supportive and encouraging <coughs> for the, it is more difficult in, in lay life, or in cities or homes and that, because uh, the world is, the people, everyone believes the world is the reality, and that all these worldly things are terribly urgent, important, and Believes all the the uh, the melodramas that are created, so it's easy to, to because everyone else is believing it. It's very hard to to uh, say hold your own in a system where everyone is deluded. But say in a situation like this, you know, people are you know, people are we're all here for this awakened, seeing things clearly letting go of the delusions. So it is a, is a very uh, unique opportunity. And no matter how many times you, you think you fail at it, it's all right. Failing is part of the learning process. It's the ego that doesn't like to fail. Failure is... Uh, something impermanent and 
rise and cease just like success. But it, and on the ego side, egotistical side, you like to think, I'm a really good meditator, I'm getting somewhere in my practice. And then, uh, and then, then when you think you fail, like, we, like, you know, where is the awakened one? <laughs> So when you think about it, you, you know, you got, you got remember thought is is a function of the mind. And so as long as you you're holding on to thinking, then you're uh, you're caught you're caught in the functioning of your mind. So that's conditioned. It's not it's not awake. It's merely conditioned. We go on from one thing to the next. That's why to try to find yourself as a thought and to analyze yourself, you end up. Thinking about yourself is all. Maybe, maybe you think about yourself more in, in different ways or more reasonable ways, but you end up still with the views and thoughts about yourself. And then the mindfulness is observing that. You're awakening to thought as an object, feeling as an object. Is that awakened awareness? It's aware of feeling, but it's not feeling good or bad. It's aware of feeling pleasure or, un or, or displeasure, but it's not in itself pleasurable or unpleasurable. Just like, you know, being out in the samsara, you're kind of floating on this sea and you're just going around and around and and uh, you have no roots, you're, you're just being taken along by the, the winds of fate, by the seas and the waves and whatever happens, it's kind of leaf in a storm. If you just follow the movements of your mind, then you're just a helpless victim of what happens. And, uh, but then, the refuge isn't in, isn't in finding a place where nothing happens, but in because this realm is a realm of experience, isn't it? Of happenings. Everything's changing. Everything we're constantly being impinged on, touched, impressed upon by things and objects and experiences in this realm of the human consciousness. So, so it's, uh, if we're not, if we don't understand it, then it is. Uh, it's, it's just kind of. Uh, frightening in itself, quite unpleasant in itself, but in, but in that witnessing, that refuge in Buddha Dhamma Sangha, then it's all right, not complaining about it.